Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for the bigger picture. The top story this morning, of course, the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates by 50 basis points. It was largely expected until the words. Some ways to go came yeah. out. So depending on who you talk to, it is appearing more hawkish than expected. And in line of that, policymakers are projecting rates would end next year at 5.1%. That is a higher level than previously indicated. Before the FOMC meeting, it was at 4.8%. And we have the current range right now from that 50 basis point hike, bringing it to 425 to 4.5%. And Jerome Powell left the door open for a similar hike at the next meeting in February, or at least a step down, while pushing back on bets for reversing course next year. What does this mean for markets? Let's unpack it with Audrey Go. She is the Head for Asset Allocation and Thematic Strategy at Standard Chartered Bank. Morning, Audrey. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, thanks for joining us. Now, let's talk about what Jerome Powell said, and he talked about that terminal rate of 5.1%. Let's unpack it. Do you think that is realistic, or is there more upside risk ahead? Well, certainly it's quite in line with our expectation because on our end, we are expecting the Fed to tighten to just above 5%, given that we are still at pretty high levels of inflation, even though it has certainly moderated lower from the peak, say, about 9% inflation in June to about 7% currently. Uh, but having said that, I think markets were a bit taken aback, uh, given that you know the recent inflation print actually surprised quite positively, and I think people are sort of having the view that you know the Fed is perhaps looking at somewhat backward-looking indicators. Mm. As a result, what that means is they were likely to tighten by much longer than expected, and to us, they will likely be supportive to a lower inflation, but potentially a headwind for risk assets as we head into 2023. You mentioned the uh, need to be restrictive, right? How long does it need to be restrictive? How long do you see these rates being there for at these levels? So our central scenario is the Fed will hike to just about 5% before reversing costs in the second half or later part of the year when it becomes clear that the economy is uh, indeed in a recession. And then they will potentially start cutting rates much more aggressively. So our expectation is we'll probably get about a 75 basis point rate cut in the second half of the year. But again, it also depends on how overall economic data evolves. Yeah, Audrey, based on your projections, what type of recession are we looking out for? What are the signs that we'll see in terms of layoffs and also other indicators? We're still expecting somewhat of a mild recession, given that we expect policymakers to be quite sensitive to much higher unemployment rates. Obviously, right now, labour market is still quite hot in Jerry Powell's, you know, work itself, which is but we have also seen initial claims, for example, creeping up and jobs, and as a result, that's going to translate to higher unemployment rates over time particularly going into 2023. So more of a mild recession, but having said that, given how high inflation is today, we are certainly way off from the 2% mandate that Fed has. As a result, what this means is the Fed will probably have to sound a bit more hawkish in terms of their rhetoric, mm. because any time they start to at least sound a little bit on the easier side, asset markets will react, and that counterintuitively will actually reduce loosen monetary restrictions or policy or conditions, which is contrary to what they want, which is for lower inflation. Yeah, Audrey, like I pointed out, we did see some signs of moderating when it comes to the recent inflation data. Uh, at the same side, you've got the robust jobs data. So going into the February meeting, is that enough for them to start dialing back to 25? <laughs> I think that is what markets is expecting. So if you look at the overall market expectations, the market is only expecting a terminal rate of around 4.8% versus the Fed's projection of about 4.125% peak of mm-hmm. all 2023. 
So certainly that's what the market is expecting. But again, Jay Powell left the door really open mm. to whether they will downshift to a 25 basis point hike or maintain a 50 basis point hike as we have seen in the meeting yesterday. Yeah, Audrey, and looking at, how, at what this means for the dollar, which in the past year has done quite well, up 7%, and this is on the dollar index. Where does this take the dollar strength going forward to 2023? So in the near term, dollar has corrected quite sharply, down by about maybe 7 to 8% just since September till now. And uh, we are expecting maybe more of a range down, maybe even slightly on the stronger side going into the first quarter of the year because the Fed is still going to high rates. And what this means is that compared to other currencies or other central banks, the rate differential you know, will still be in favour of the US dollar. Um, but having said that, you know, in the second half, once there are greater sign of a Fed pause, we do expect the dollar to trend lower. And that, in our mind, should benefit risk assets as well, um, particularly in the Asian-related equity and bond assets, which we are overweight on going to 2023. Mm, Audrey, now they've gotten some bit of clarity from the FOMC meeting, where does this leave you for your outlook for next year? How are you allocating your assets and your investments? Okay, so we see the most attractive opportunities in bonds going to 2023, given that the yields on offer, where they have you know, come off slightly recently, but they're still at the higher end of recent history. So we're over on bonds relative to equities and cash. And if you think about uh, historically as well, on average going into a recession, uh, typically bond prices will bottom first. And normally that's not too far from the last uh, Fed high in the cycle. And then followed by equities, which normally bottom later, but typically uh, well before a re- an economic recession ends. And once the Fed starts to talk about you know, rate cutting, that would then improve the growth outlook. So bonds as a priority first, and then thereafter that uh, more of a quality within bond space as well. And then within the equity market itself, uh, we do have a preference for Asian-related assets as well as China, where they will benefit from cheap tunnel reopening for one, as well as cheaper valuation and potentially a turn weaker in the dollar in the later part of the year. All right, bonds and fixed income looking like it's coming back into fashion again. Let me share Audrey Goh. She is the head of for asset allocation and thematic strategy at Standard Chartered Bank. Audrey, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.